the responsorial psalm is where I want to start. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Today is the feast of St. Nicholas of Myrna or of Body, Italy. On our way here, Jerry dropped me off. He's at his doctor's appointment, so pray for Jerry's healing today. We passed a big truck. The coincidence, I don't know if there's any coincidence, it was Body Italian food, and they're from Brooklyn. But right along Avenue 1, there's the big truck, Body. Years ago, we were in Body. It wasn't Christmas time, but we went there on our, on our pilgrimage to Italy and Rome. And Body has a beautiful church dedicated to St. Nicholas or St. Nicholas. The story is, St. Nicholas is a Turkish saint, born in Myrna, and he was, back, he was a bishop there in Myrna, Turkey. He has many miracles associated with him, many miracles especially associated with his charity to children. And one of the great stories, and we still commemorate that story, even in this little goofy tree here, um, by hanging ornaments off of it. One of the stories, I'm sure no one will mind me taking an ornament. They won't mind me taking one ornament off the tree. It's about this. There was in the village where he was bishop, a family of a father and three girls. The problem is they were poor. And the typical behavior at that time in that part of the world, and regrettably it's a behavior that still goes on in some parts of the world, so we really have to be attuned to this. The father had to put the girls up for prostitution because they couldn't make ends meet. They were poor, and that was acceptable. But St. Nicholas found that completely unacceptable. So the story goes, he had three bags of gold that, one for each daughter, he threw into the chimney of the home. And of course, the bag of gold looked probably something like this, like an ornament. And the girls were able to sustain themselves, the father could support them, and they avoided the behavior of prostitution. With that, this kind of a thing, an ornament or now a ball, but it doesn't have to be a, a ball-shaped item, became a symbol of his charity. And whenever you see a statue or a picture of St. Nicholas, he's always carrying three balls of gold, or bags of gold, and holy scriptures. Many miracles associated with him. People who came to life even because of his charity. Now, God intervenes the way he wants to intervene. We all pray for miracles. And sometimes, in God's will, the miracle comes true. Our fruition is blessed. 
But that's not why we pray. We pray, as the scriptures said today, to be able to respond to the Lord and do his will. And that's what St. Nicholas was all about. So he dies, now we're going back to the fourth century. He dies and he's buried and subsequent Christian emperor builds a church over his place of burial in Myrna. And as time goes on and religions change and battles happen, his bones or his, his reliquary was being threatened. So we have soldiers who are on crusade go to the church where he was buried and take his body and they bring it to Italy, to body, southern Italy. And they bury it there and they build the church of St. Nicholas there in body. Some of the bones were even taken to Venice, and there's a church in Venice dedicated to St. Nicholas. The charity is so closely associated with Christmas that it, the fact that his feast falls on December 6th reminds us of the great season in which it falls, Advent. So although we wear purple vestments, and we, we say the prayers of Advent and St. Nicholas, we light the Advent wreath, we're doing it because of Jesus. And don't forget, his work, St. Nicholas, was because of Jesus, and because of Jesus' gift to us, himself. And the gift, one of the commercials says about, that keeps on giving, is right here in the Eucharist. Every time we come to the church, we speak to Jesus in person in the Eucharist. When we receive the sacrament of the Eucharist, we receive the gift of Jesus in person. Today after Mass, we'll have the anointing of the sick. Again, another opportunity to connect with Jesus sacramentally. So the work of a saint like St. Like Nicholas goes on in the church, and in the world, it's not unusual for any charity, especially this time of year, to remember children. It's kind of goofy, but some of the TV Christmas shows emphasize Christmas and the tree and all that good stuff. And they say, well, Christmas is for children. That's what it's all about. It's for giving to the children. It's not. We'd like to remember children at Christmas in their simplicity and their blessedness, but it's, Christmas is not about children. Christmas is about an adult relationship with Christ, our relationship with Christ. Christmas is about remembering the courage of that woman, Mary, to carry this child and eventually give birth to him in Bethlehem. Christmas is about Joseph, who fostered Jesus and who protected Mary and Jesus on their journey to Bethlehem during the census of Augustus. Christmas is about charity, the charity that God first gave us. And if we're inspired by that charity, which we should be, and many of us are, 
Then we can turn around and give that charity to children or to the needy or to the elderly or to the homeless. We have so many agencies in our area, this church and other churches in the area, Catholic Charities, Goodwill, where we can actually give stuff so people can have clothing and food. Stuff is like things that we want to donate. And there are many ways in which we could donate financially as well. You know, this is not a, a pitch for, for money, but it's a pitch for charity in honor of St. Nicholas' body. So we have that bishop in the fourth century who eventually becomes such a symbol of charity and his reputation is so strong because of the many miracles associated with it, that eventually, and it falls during Advent, he's associated with another title with the same name, Santa Nicola or Santa Nicolas or Santa Claus. And that's the origin of the name Santa Claus. The guy with the red beard, excuse me, red suit and white beard, that's only a early 20th century artistic version of it. The pointed hat, it was a bishop. But when the story of Santa Claus was written, the hat with a point became a cap hanging on the side. So we have those charming, and I said they're charming, pictures of ne Nicholas, Santa Claus, giving charity. Kids lining up, and maybe even adults lining up, quote, sit on his lap and tell him what they want for Christmas. That's what we do with Jesus. We don't necessarily sit on his lap, but we come before Jesus in the manger or Jesus in the Eucharist, and we tell him what we want. For Christmas, no, every day of our lives. So that we can respond like the scripture tells us today, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Today we celebrate St. Nicholas with the simplicity of an ornament. We remember the greatness of the person he came to honor, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel.